Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. And I am Talon Williams. And are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Are you ready for more ridiculous lawsuits? Are you ready? Because I really don't think you are, because some of these are mind-blowingly stupid. Um, so today we're going to count down some more ridiculous lawsuits. And... Uh, Let's not waste any time, Chip. Let's just go straight into it. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead. And go take ahead. The first one. Uh, go ahead. The first one up. We're going to talk about how Uber ruined somebody's marriage. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> joys of modern technology. Whew. Uh, so, an unnamed Frenchman sued Uber in 2017, claiming that the app had caused his divorce. As the story goes, the man had once ordered a Uber using his wife's iPhone. However, a bug in the app prevented the session from closing properly. His wife then received a notification of all his future Uber rides and both the locations and the times uh, aroused her suspicion. So... Then she issued a divorce, believing that her husband was cheating. The man, in turn, blamed Uber for his failed marriage and sued the company for nearly $50 million. Um, Whew. Yeah, so let's see if... I mean, you're doing some... Uber yeah. 2017. Um, yeah. That's some suspicious act. I mean, it's suspicious activity if, you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's weird to me. The New York um, Post has one up too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Has he won or is this still ongoing? Da, 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 da. Uh, okay, because uh, like what like what you said, the French businessman claimed Uber broke up the marriage, uh, yeah. sued for uh, money. Yeah, as of now, uh, the outcome of the lawsuit is currently unknown. But right, so okay. I'm going to have to say time out for a second. So this dude was legitimately cheating on his wife using Uber to go back and forth. But then he got mad at Uber because there was a glitch in their system that showed his wife where he was going. <laughs> that's um, called that's called karma. That's exactly what that is. I, I mean, uh, Bubba, you got what you got. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Maybe if you hadn't have been stepping out, this shit wouldn't have happened to begin with. Right. Yeah. Uh, it says an initial hearing for the Uber divorce case is expected to take place in March of uh, 2017. We haven't heard anything about it. I haven't seen anything else about it. Uh, yeah. Experts believe that the trial could be leading to similar lawsuits. Social media users have been having a field day with this, uh, posting their opinions on the matter. Uh, one tweet but from a woman named uh, Laura Brown said, you cheat on your wife, yet Uber is to blame for your divorce. You got caught. Are you, got, you, you gotta be kidding me. Another person wrote, no guy, you're philandering cause your divorce. Uber should just send a hitman. What a loser. Oh, damn, don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, right? Like, I mean... Damn, son. You, this woman act like... You know what I'm thinking? Maybe this is... Maybe maybe, maybe that one's suspicious because it doesn't give a name to who said it, but it might be the chick you've been creeping with. Maybe she was anonymously sending out shit. Maybe, I don't know. Right? But, hell, who, who knows anymore these days, to be honest with you. But anyway, so let's move on to the next one. The next one is called My Ice Coffee Doesn't Measure Up. So, and I'm going to butcher this guy's last name and I apologize. 
Alexander Farouzish. Just I'll just say Alexander because I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name again. I'm already that getting tongue-tied. <laughs> Alexander had an interesting accusation. According to him, Starbucks was guilty of both false advertising and breach of warranty by using less liquid in their drinks than advertised. For example, a 12-ounce iced coffee doesn't actually contain 12 ounces of coffee owing to the inclusion of ice. <laughs> the, the case Duh. was almost... <laughs> right? The case... Excuse me. The case was almost immediately thrown out by the court, claiming that it falls under reasonable customer standards. In other words, those purchasing an iced coffee would understand that the inclusion of ice would decrease the amount of liquid, or as Judge Percy Anderson hilariously summarized, as a young child learns, they can increase the amount of beverage they received if they ordered no ice. <laughs> So even the so even the judge is like you're fucking stupid. Exactly, I mean, <laughs> that's common sense. There's yeah. of ice in this cup, which means there is less <laughs> liquid that can go in the cup. I learned uh, that in I, I learned that in school. I learned that in pre-K. <laughs> I mean, my lord. I mean, yeah. I mean. You know, if you pour water in a cup, it becomes the cup. You put it into a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Be water, my friend. <laughs> or in this case, be coffee with ice. Like, okay, if you wanted just a re- Here's the thing. If you ordered a regular cup of coffee and they put ice in it, okay, you might have merit. But if you order an iced coffee, it's kind of in the name. Just... <laughs> I'm just saying it's kind of in the name. Right. Some people are just stupid. I don't, I don't get this one. Oh, so let's move on to the very next one. Uh, oh. I believe you got the one that says 16, I think. Yeah, the Pepsi points case. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so in the late 90s, Pepsi launched a points-based rewards program. Basically, buyers would accumulate points by purchasing Pepsi products. And in turn they could spend those points on merchandise. Now, Pepsi wasn't the only company that did this. I, I remember, like, Marlboro did it. They, they put little points on the, the Marlboro packs. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi did it. Uh, you got, like, so many points if you bought a 12-pack, so many points if you bought a 2-liter, a 1-liter, yep. a 20-ounce. You could yeah. save the bottle caps and... Exactly. So for for every number of battle cop, and then some of them bottle caps have prizes on them, like you know, buy one get one, or you get a free twenty ounce, or something like that. And then some even had a damn six digit passcode that you go to Pepsi online and put in the passcode, and then it says whether or not you're a winner or not. I actually won a Pepsi T-shirt a uh, long, long time ago. Uh, I don't know where it is now. It probably it probably got lost in the move like six, seven moves ago. But anyway. Anyway, continue. So, uh, the accompanying commercial saw a teenager getting into a Harrier jet accompanied by the words, Harrier jet, 7 million Pepsi points. As per contest rules, people could also pay 10 cents per point. So, John Leonard sent a check for $700,000 thinking he had just scored an incredible discount on a $30 million plus jet. However, Pepsi didn't give him no jet. (laughs) So Mr. Leonard sued. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. This man thought he was going to pay $700,000 for a $30 million jet. Uh, yeah. Oh, people are stupid. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so Mr. Leonard sued, and Pepsi claimed it was a joke. 
and the court agreed, <laughs> stating that the commercial was clearly not serious. It was <laughs> deemed an illegitimate offer made in jest, and Mr. Leonard's case was immediately <laughs> dismissed. I'd have filed the pill just to keep it going. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> okay, so so let's let's. <coughs> It was in the commercial, <laughs> and the contest rules did say you pay ten cents per point, right? So, uh, I, I get his logic, right? Even if it was stupid, I get his logic. But could you? Do you really, really think that they're going to give you a thirty? million dollar aircraft for $700,000 another thing do you think that PepsiCo has the authority to purchase I mean yeah they have the money to purchase a $30 million plus jet but do you think that do you think that the military would allow Pepsi to just say like hey PepsiCo, you want a $30 million jet to give to a just an unknown person playing a point system game? Here you go. <laughs> no, it's stupid. Why would you... <laughs> as, as like, as like, hey, for, for 10 million Pepsi points, you can buy this house. Like, I, I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you know... Oh, my God. Yeah. Someone still lives in it, but you know what? It's yours. Because <laughs> you bought it with Pepsi points. <laughs> oh. Thank God. Thank God everything isn't like that. You know what I mean? Uh, I just, just wa- right. Just walk in your house be like, I'm taking your Xbox. Why? Uh, uh, I mean, I'll buy it from you. Okay, how much you going to pay me? Uh, I got... Uh, I got 75 Pepsi points. Is that okay? <laughs> Put my Xbox down. Get out of the house. Right? You paying me no damn Pepsi points. Anyway. <laughs> Stupid. All right. That being said, that caught me so off guard, y'all. I'm sorry. All right. So let's go to the next one. The next one is Joseph versus NASA. Oh, oh boy, this, this is this is this 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 is this is gonna be a good one. Okay, in January of 2014, astronauts revealed an interesting photo of the Martian surface, showing a strange rock that had not been previous that have not been present in the same spot 12 days earlier. It naturally brought considerable attention before scientists reduced it as just an reduced it reduced that it was likely knocked into place by the rover's wheels. Undeterred by this, Californian uh, Ron, that's a weird way to spell Ron, Ron Joseph filed legal papers claiming that NASA NASA wasn't doing enough to study what he believed was a living organism and sign of life on Mars. We're excited about such a prospect, but this one's just a rock. (laughs) Just a rock. So this random ass California dude filed legal papers saying that NASA is basically not doing enough or maybe trying to cover up the fact that there's life on Mars. Um, and <laughs> you know, just uh, <sighs> oh lord. Go go ahead. What, 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 what do you what do you guys say about it? I, I... I mean, what, what can you say? say? Uh, yeah. What, what, what is there to say? I who, mean, who thinks of this shit? Who thinks of this? Who, what guy, some random ass dude is like, you know what? I'm going to wake up and choose violence. I'm going to sue somebody. I'm going to sue NASA. Why are you suing NASA? Are you kidding? NASA? I don't know. You know what NASA really stands for? Not a space association. It, it's not. It's not real. Space isn't real. Oh God! Don't get me started. <laughs> space was created in California, didn't you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, in a in a in a, in a Hollywood basement somewhere. Now, I, I did hear that one. There, there's another theory going out there that there's no such thing as space. And when you look up into the sky, all you see is an illusion of a hologram. Good Lord. Yeah. Those are the people. Those are those are the people that say we live in a simulation. Oh, flat earthers. Well, yeah, and then bird truthers and uh, all those. Uh, yeah, there was, there was there was one. Oh uh, God, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, though, so yeah, so yeah, so apparently, according to uh, to Ron Joseph, there are there is life on Mars. So there you go. We are not the same I am a Martian. I mean, uh, let's be honest. There probably is life somewhere out there. I'm sure there is. I'm sure. Um, But, you know, they won't come to Earth because, you know. <laughs> I think they're already on Earth. No, they might be. Yeah. Using all of our resources before. It's like, all right, we're at this planet. Bye. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, it'll be about the next... For ten thousand years or so, right? I remember it's like it's like it was. I can't remember what it was. It was on it was on a TikTok. Uh, they were they were they were acting like this dude was like pretending to be each planet or something like that. And the sun goes the sun goes. Hey man, I don't feel so good. The Earth is like no 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 motherfucker. What's wrong with you? The sun goes. Hey man, I'm fixing to go supernova. I'm finna die. Moon like. What the fuck he say finna happen to him? <laughs> He's like, man, I'm finna blow in the next thousand years, man. The next what? Shit, probably the next thousand years or so, man. It's like, well, shit, I ain't got work. And then Earth was like, you know what? I'm actually cool with this shit. You can just burn all these motherfuckers off of me. <laughs> Talking about us. Right? So, hey, there you go. Like, uh-oh, son, you don't feel so good. Eh, there you go. There you go. But, 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 you know, space isn't real. Sure. All right. Let's move on to the next one, Bubba. You got it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Maybe not. Up, I don't know. Next up, we're going to talk about a jackass. <laughs> uh, so, so, so we feel bad for poor jackass. Born Bob Kraft, this Montana man legally changed his name to Jackass. In the late 90s, following the death of his brother. Um, yeah. Why? <laughs> well, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering why. But <laughs> to help promote safe and sober driving, of course. He began running a non-profit with the slogan, Be a smartass, not a dumbass. But tragic backstory and good intentions aside, his legal case was quite ridiculous. Jackass ended up suing Viacom over their famous Jackass brand, claiming that the name had plagiarized his own and that the crude franchise was defaming his character. To make the story that much more tragic, Jackass took his own life shortly after launching the lawsuit. Well, that had a lot of twists and turns in it. It did. So, okay. So, Bob Kraft legally changed his name to Jackass. Uh, because he wanted to promote safe and sober driving. Um... So, okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then he sued Viacom for yep. them making the TV show Jackass. I got to be honest. I don't think that Viacom or any members of the cast of Jackass even knew who this person was. Therefore, had no idea that he went by the name Jackass. So really, the there was no real grounds for, you know, no no real reason to sue them, you know. 
I, I still don't get why he changed his <laughs> name to Jackass. That yeah, that part was he saying? Okay, it says he's changed his name to Jackass following the death of his brother. So to was help, his to, to help promote <laughs> and safe and sober driving. So how does changing your name to Jackass? help promote safe and sober driving and then the slogan doesn't even go with his name because it says be a smart ass not a dumb ass so maybe bob craft thought that okay so obviously if he's saying if he's wanting to promote safe and sober driving then obviously his brother was either killed by a drunk driver or he was drunk and then he got drunk and then killed himself accidentally in a car wreck that's what I'm going to guess. And maybe if if that was the case, okay, his brother drived under the influence of alcohol and got himself killed. He's a dumbass. So I might as well be the jackass. He's the dumbass. I'm the jackass. So maybe if, if he was a smart ass and he'd be still be alive. I don't know. That's <sighs> nothing about this. Nothing about that correlation makes any sense to me. Uh, no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm not understanding. Like, none of it makes sense yeah you know and then i mean i i I will never i will never celebrate you know you know someone taking their own life that is a very very sad thing um and and this i mean and again you know i'm not talking about the person as an individual i don't know bob craft or jackass as a person right uh you know so you know like again unfortunately he did take his own life um but uh, that still doesn't make up for the fact that this is a pretty ridiculous lawsuit that he filed. You know, uh, it's just ugh. claiming that the name had plagiarized his own. Well, technically, it's not. You really, I mean, you you may have legally changed it, but how was anybody from Viacon supposed to know? I mean, <laughs> they I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> So there's an article from the New Yorker from December of 2002. It says the matter of Jack ass versus Viacom concerns an electrical lineman in Montana named Jack ass who stumbled <sighs> upon the MTV show Jack ass two years ago. So it was two years in 2000. Right. Uh, and was moved to mark his displeasure with litigation the other day in montana's 12 uh, 20th judicial district court mr ass <laughs> <laughs> i'm an ass man bam, bam. <laughs> mr ass filed a six-page complaint <laughs> against viacom which owns <laughs> mtv for plagiarizing and defaming his name with a tv show and a movie depicting young men who among other things snort lines of wasabi and pee on snow then eat it mr ass is 44 he lives in hot springs a ranching community of about 500 people 70 75 miles north of missoula in a tiny one-room structure he calls the jack shack Motherfucker. Bruh. Bruh. The Jack Shack. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, Lord. I need Jesus right now. Hang on a minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my God. It, it, gets, it gets better. It gets I'm sure better. it does. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just recently, he got a set of rabbit ears for his TV. Now it receives one channel. It is not MTV. <laughs> if he wants to watch cable, he calls a buddy and asks if he can come over. Sometimes he says, hi, it's Jack. And other times he says, hi, it's Bozo. Where the hell did Bozo what? come from? <laughs> what? Because he's a clown, maybe? I don't know. Uh, it's only a small lateral sip sideways <laughs> from Bozo to jackass he explained the other day <laughs> i can be bozo or i can be jackass he had been jackass for only five years 
Before that, he was Bob Kraft. But in 1990, his brother died in a car accident, and seven years later, he decided to change his name to help a cartoon character he had created named Andy Ass. <sighs> Andy Ass? Andy Ass. Uh, Andy Ass. Yeah, uh, on two websites. I'm so confused! Bruh, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond confused. <sighs> So, oh god so on on two websites and through a not-for-profit organization called hearts across america or ha the oh, operations Lord. are run out of the jack shack the two asses promote designated driving and personal responsibility with slogans like be a smart ass not a dumbass." The asses refer differ from the Jackass movie in that they have never promoted jumping headfirst into the blades of a moving ceiling fan. The reason for the delay between the show's premiere two years ago and Mr. Ass's recent filing is not complicated. I couldn't find an attorney, Ass said. Listen, lawyers are not just going to pipe up. They're not going to say they don't have coverage they give me lame excuses one is too busy they don't want to do it on contingency some say i may have a case and they want to look deeper then they don't call me back so mr ass went ahead and filed the suit on his own it took about a month of work anyone can do it he said you'd be surprised it's an educational process you do some research there's some rules you have to learn his language in the complaint is fairly standard. Comes now plaintiff, jackass, it begins, and goes on to accuse Viacom of being liable for injury to a reputation. Plaintiff has built and defamation of character plaintiff has created. It continues, I strongly feel that the defendant plagiarized trademark and copyright infringements on my legal name, jackass, and the cartoon character, Andy Ass, and therefore I, Jackass, pray this court will punish the defendants to the maximum the law allows and the damages are no less than $10 million. Oh, shit. Viacom had nothing to say about the suit, but one of the creators of Jackass, Johnny Knoxville, whose real name is PJ Clapp, uh, who is actually mentioned in the lawsuit, said, what do I care? I can't wait to get served the papers. What could be what could be more American than just suing the living shit out of someone for no reason at all? Some of <laughs> Ass's legal theories remain under close guard. When he was asked how his research proved Viacom's defamation, Ass paused for nearly a minute and then politely said I'm not going to answer that question if I tell you that then when I do find an attorney he'll be cranked as heck if I gave away all the answers <laughs> what <laughs> what the <laughs> this 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 cannot be real this isn't this this there's no way that this this is a fucking jackass prank. It has to be a prank. Like this has to be just the biggest wool over eyes trick ever. Like this, this can't be real. This can't be real. I'm I'm convinced this is not real. I, I can't. No. <sighs> no, this is definitely real. <sighs> this is definitely real. Hey, hey you Chip, can, you can even type in jackass versus Viacom. I don't know if I... Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's there's tons and tons of articles about this. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I love this headline. Viacom sued by jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. 
all right so <laughs> i completely lost train of thought of what else i was gonna say <laughs> oh a jack, lord a, a jackass got you didn't they yeah he yeah he did uh all right so chip do you remember on the very first lawsuit that we did about the guy who uh sued the fire department because because he was scared of fires and then in the second episode where we talked about the uh the guy that sued himself this is up there <laughs> no it, it, it's up there for real this this is this is yeah. up there it, it, i don't know any other way to put it it's up there next let's move on yeah catch my give breath it. real quick let's give it to him. <laughs> lucas versus mcdonald's live from what? the jack shack live <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Coming to you live from the Jack Shack. This is Talon Williams Movement Radio. All right, I, I, I think that's going to be my new sign on from now on. There, there you go, live from the Jack Shack. Yes. It, it, I'm a, a, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio <laughs> live from the Jack Shack. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams, and Roger's going to be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> hey. Hey, don't even tell him. Nope. Don't even tell him. Don't even tell him. Let's just see what this is going for his reaction. I mean, you know he listens to the podcast, right? Oh, shit. Well, hell, he'll know then. <laughs> he'll know, but he'll still. He probably won't get a chance to listen to this one before right? we record again, so <laughs> we'll be able to get him. We should be able to. <laughs> can't wait to get. Can't wait. To, can't wait for that reaction. Um, join us this Thursday and see if see what the reaction is going to be. Yes. All right. So okay, all right. Here we go. Lucas versus McDonald's. Okay. Now, while you're all, while you all have probably heard of the story about the woman who sued McDonald's for serving their coffee a little bit too hot, she suffered third degree burns. We talked about that on the last episode of this. At least that one had some legal grounds to it, okay? But nothing trumps Webster uh, Lucas's lawsuit in which he sued McDonald's. <clears throat> Excuse me. He sued McDonald's for $1.5 million after a, conf- a confrontation stemming from a request for more napkins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Out. My, my, my dude sued for $1.5 for some napkins? Yes. Instead of giving him more napkins, the manager allegedly resorted to racist remarks and cursed at Lucas instead, which left the customer distressed unable to work and demanded a cool 1.5 million. Hold on, how 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 does that keep you from not working? I I don't where know. I've been cussed at a lot by for a real? lot of people and I've been cussed I, out I, by people I work for, so I mean, uh, right? <laughs> like, damn it, Talon, what are you doing this time? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, but no, but <laughs> but yeah, like I said, instead of giving him more napkins, the manager allegedly resorted to racist comments and cursed at Lucas instead, which left the customer distressed, unable to work, and demanding a cool $1.5 million. It's not that being discriminated against isn't a legal distress, legally distressing, but the thing about Mr. Lucas seems to have a history. Uh, he has a history of suing fast food restaurants. He reportedly sued a jack-in-the-box twice, and he also brought the exact same lawsuit to a Walmart and a Denny's. So, basically, this is one of those slip-and-fall-in-the-store type lawsuits. Uh, that's you know. what it seems like, for sure. It, I mean, it, I, I imagine, you know, I want I want 1.5 million, which we can settle out of court right now for 20 bucks. Right, <laughs> pretty, pretty, that's pretty much what it is. That's pretty uh, much what it boils down to, man. I mean, damn. I mean, like, okay, like if it just happened to just McDonald's, I mean, first of all, you're not going to get 1.5 million out of them. That's just you might as well forget that, you know. I mean, 
definitely, I mean, if 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 it was true that the manager made some racist remarks and cursed at him, you know, if 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 I mean if that's true, man, if you have if anyone put like some racist shit out there, like yeah, like that, like you got well, we we can't have that. You know, that's right. discrimination. We can't have that. We we But if you're suing for 1.5 million and your reasons given are distressed and and, and unable to work, yeah, that uh, you know, it may bring up a red flag. Uh, and the fact that he has done this to Jack in the Box twice, Walmart and Denny's, yeah, you uh, you sound like a con man. Is what you sound like. Uh, 100%. That's a con man. Yeah, you know, I mean, it. it, it if you're going to do it, at least have the common courtesy to not do the same or not make the same allegation over and over and over again. Hell, switch it up. Shit. You know? Right. Yeah. You can't always say that the manager cussed at me and called me racial slurs. That doesn't work every right. time. No, it don't. Because eventually you get snuffed out like this guy did. Um, But anyway. All right. So that being said, Bubba, let's move on to the next one. You got it. Uh, I think it's the number seven right there, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Whew. I, I don't know if I want to go anymore. That's the problem. <laughs> next up, we're going to talk about the RIAA, or the Recording Industry Association of America, versus Walton. Okay. Okay. Now, the, the Recording in, Industry uh, Association of America is known for being bloodthirsty creatures, and not even the deceased can escape its wrath. You want proof? Well, they as- attempted to sue an 83-year-old woman for making 700 songs publicly available on the internet. Unfortunately... For all involved, they sued her after she died. <laughs> and the filed lawsuit came after her daughter responded to a warning letter with a copy of her mother's death certificate to the RIAA lawyers. Sorry, guys, but uh, we're pretty sure that you're not winning this one. Yes, I actually found the article from betanews.com. Uh, it says the recording industry's latest assault on file sharing. Now, this was published like 17 years ago. Okay, this article was like 17 years ago. So, this was when this was way before Spotify and any of the streaming services that we use for music, like iHeartRadio, Pandora, all right. that stuff. Like way, I, way, 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 way before everything. I, right. I, I love this lady's username though. What? Wait. Smitten. Oh, Smitten Kit. There you go. So, like what we said, the recording industry's latest assault on file sharing has netted an unusual suspect in the deceased great-grandmother of from, uh, from West Virginia. In the lawsuit filed in January, the RIAA accused 83-year-old Gertrude Walton of sharing over 700 pop, rock, and rap songs under the alias Smitten Kitten. Uh, what the RIAA didn't know is that Walton had passed away in December following a long illness. Now, her daughter, Robin... Uh, Chenumba, I won't say that's how it's pronounced, has lived with Walton for the past 17 years and told the Charleston Gazette that her mother refused to even have a computer in the house. So how the fuck can you download and post music to the internet if you don't even have a computer to get on the fucking internet with? Let me continue. I, I don't know, but instead of <laughs> smitten kitten, she should have been called sugar cougar. <laughs> What? <laughs> what, I mean, what kind I mean, of chat rooms are you in, bro? <laughs> I, I mean, bro, at 83 years old, she ain't a kitten no more. God rest her soul, but she's not a kitten no more. She's more of a cougar. <laughs> Shit. At that point, she's a leopard, you know, because of all the spots. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was bad in taste. Rest in peace. Uh, but anyway... The recording worse than sugar cougar. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway. So the Recording Industry Association of America admitted that Walton uh, was unlikely not 
the smitten kitten <laughs> it was after blaming the mix-up on the time it takes gathering information on illicit file swipers uh saying our evidence gathering and our subsequent legal action all were to uh, initiate uh, weeks or even months ago we will now of course obviously dismiss the case but many walton cases underscores fundamental problems with the riaa's effort to crack down on peer-to-peer -peer pri uh, piracy uh because online identities are mostly anonymous well they used to be yeah. um uh, it says because the uh, most identities, most anonymous industry police uh, initial IP addresses to, to track the specific uh, internet account sharing music. Unfortunately, the process is riddled with inaccuracies and sometimes innocent or deceased people are fingered as pirates. Uh, so, yeah. So basically what, what it boiled down to is the RIAA decided it would be a cool idea to go after the people who were putting out free music on the in, on the internet um and basically they said oh well you know we'll just we're just gonna go after everybody that we possibly can no matter who the who it is innocent dead child you know a dog like whoever you know we're just gonna you know if, if you're close we're gonna sue you buddy like no <laughs> it's so stupid you know like i mean at least have the common curve but but again i mean like what we said this whole thing took place like 17 years ago. So, obviously, 17 years ago, you know, hell, for mo hell, most kids, you know, that were most kids that were born 17 years ago think that, you know, streaming service, Spotify, all that's like normal everyday life, you know, like, oh, it's always been here. No, there was a, there was a time, ladies and gentlemen, when we had to use LimeWire. Okay. How many of you? How many people out there know? If you know what LimeWire is, leave a comment in the in the, in the video. Uh, <laughs> let us know. Do you remember LimeWire? That was a interesting. <laughs> I sure remember LimeWire. <laughs> yeah, for for music, right? No, it was definitely for music. Yeah, music. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that being said yeah i mean is you mean you, you mean we got to buy actually go out and go to a library to get a book you had to have to go to a building oh my god we couldn't just download it on our kindle no you couldn't have just downloaded on your you know i love my kindle by the way yeah yeah and you know i mean if you want to you know read books you know on the thing or if you don't feel like reading you can listen you know and then one of the cool ways you can listen is go to audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio and you get a 30-day free trial and um if and also a free book or podcast or comic whichever you want to listen to and if you have uh amazon prime then you get an you get an additional book so one or two books depending on if you have uh, amazon prime 30 free day trial go to uh audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio and uh the keyword word there is free it costs you absolutely nothing nada zilch nada hope you guys enjoy go get your book so that being said uh now that we're done talking about the riaa and the bullshit Let's move on to the next one. Uh, the next one is Overton versus Anheuser Busch Company. Uh -oh. uh, please don't tell me we're, we're, we're going to sue somebody about where their beer is made again. I, I can't do that one again. Okay. Beer is certainly delicious, according to some people. I like beer every once in a while, but you know, it's a different story. There's no denying that, but we'd be hard pressed to find anyone who believes. That it has some magical power. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh -huh. However, Richard Overton was certainly fooled as he sued Bud Light in 1991 for their false advertising and misleading um, false and misleading advertisements. In their commercial, male drinkers are often in a tropical setting surrounded by gorgeous women. Overton's lawsuit concluded. Those particular representations of life after drinking the beer are untrue. And therefore, that would... No, no, come on, come on. Give, give it all, give it all, give it all. <clears throat> and therefore, 
that would fall under false advertising. His case was subsequently dismissed. Interestingly, Overton doesn't even drink alcohol. He filed the lawsuit when his young when his young kids became enticed by the Bud Spokes dog Spuds I can't see. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old Spud McKenzie. <coughs> I used to want a little dog like that. I did. I used to want a little dog like that just because because of Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> oh, I'm about blacked out there. Hold on. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, like you laugh so hard, you get that tunnel vision. You know, like yes. that's what I felt. Uh-huh. Oh, God. That happens to me quite frequently. Bro. Recording. How oh. the fuck? Okay, wait. So, time out. Time out. Okay. So, Mr. Richard Overton doesn't drink alcohol. So, why the fuck should he care? Okay. I Hold get on. it. Time you, out. I wonder, I, I, I wonder if he sued Corona recently. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, oh! I bet he did. Oh, I bet. I bet. You know what? I bet you anything. There's a lawsuit out there somewhere. Somebody's suing Corona because of the virus. I guarantee you that's happening. That, ne- nevertheless, he doesn't drink alcohol. He files a lawsuit when his young kids became entranced by Spud McKenzie. Again, it's just a dog. It's just a spokes dog. The dog ain't sitting there telling you to drink Budweiser. It's just a mascot. That's all it is. Okay, so you have this this weird thing. Well, I don't want my sons to think that this is unrealistic. I don't want my sons to think that drinking this Bud Light can somehow transport you to a magical tropical setting with these gorgeous hoochie mamas around him. I'm going to sue these people. Bruh, you may not drink alcohol, but you definitely sound like you're on something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't... I don't know. Cocaine, Zoloft, sleeping pills, something. You're on something. Just because his kids wanted little old Spud McKenzie. Spud McKenzie, man. I'm, bruh, I just, oh, man. I, okay. Okay, first and foremost, you, you do realize that the, the, they're, they're paid actors in them commercials, right? You do realize that. That that tropical setting you see was probably filmed on a stage somewhere or in somebody's basement, like on a green screen, maybe <laughs> on a green screen. You know, the the girl, you know, okay, a couple of gorgeous girls there, eh, you know, casting call, whatever, the red couch. Y- y'all know how Hollywood is, um, but uh, but but yeah, it's just it's, it's, why would you think that? I mean, the first of all, you don't. Why do you fucking care? Like. <laughs> Oh Lord! Uh, just uh, yeah. What, what do you care? If, just if you for don't Sue. even drink alcohol, why do you care? It's it's just so freaking stupid. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to the next one. All right, go ahead. Next up, we're going to talk about the case of Calkin versus Nolan and Warner Brothers. Okay. So, helped by its grim tone and dark subject matter, The Dark Knight became an immensely popular film in 2008. All of this success became an issue for the mayor of a city called Batman, B-A-T-M-A-N, located in Turkey. But it's spelled like Batman. It's spelled like <laughs> Batman, pronounced like bot bon. bon. Right. Yes. Uh, in his bat crap crazy lawsuit, uh, Hussein Kalkan made plans to sue Warner Brothers and director Christopher Nolan for the use of the name Batman without the city's permission as the if the f- as if the, the fuck? Ca- <laughs> oh, as if the capital of Batman Providence owned the rights to the name to what make the fu- wait, pause wait wait pause wait a minute wait 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 
Wait. Hold. Wait. Okay. Let Let me just. Un, un, uno momento. Just. Un momento. Hold on. Let's see. Batman. Origins. Okay. The original Batman. Okay. So Batman. For those of you who don't know, why the fuck would you not know? Is a superhero that appears in the American comic book that's published by DC Comics. Okay, uh, when, when Batman's. Was, when was it created? Well, well hang on. I'm what, fixing to get to that. I, I need to know what year it was created. Well, I'm fixing to get to that. Hang on. Batman's very first appearance was in Detective Comics number 27, that was released on March 30th, 1939. Okay, so the city of Batman Turkey <laughs> didn't become the city of Batman Turkey until 1957. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Oh, dear God. Okay. Okay. C- c- continue. Continue. I, I, Go ahead. I, I don't know if I want to now. I, I, <sighs> I really don't. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so to, to make matters worse, Calkin even blamed the movie for a rise of unsolved murders and suicides in the area, claiming that the Dark Knight has made a negative psychological impact on the city's residents. <laughs> the suit doesn't appear to have ever seen its day in court, and Calkin was also sentenced to jail for promoting terrorism the same year. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. What man, man. the hell? Bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. oh lord yeah <laughs> yeah so so basically what he's talking about in it was in august of 2007 the british newspaper the guardian uh as an aside of the last 20 last of the 25 paragraph stories uh considered honored honor suicide in the in the region claimed that calkin had been awarded damaged by DC Comics for the use of the city's name and of their Batman comic book franchise. However, in 2008, news coverage reporting on Nolan's lawsuit made no mention of of the claim. In fact, no. In fact, news sources made a point of noting that Culkin was not suing DC Comics, nor had he raised concerns about infringement before the Nolan lawsuit. And in September of 2008, the mayor was sentenced to a year imprisonment for promoting terrorism in which the 2019, uh, in which in 2019, the European Court of Human Rights sentenced Turkey to pay Kalkin the sum of 3,500 euro in compensation. Wow. Yeah. They even have, uh, there's a university in Batman City named Batman University. Wow. You can't make this shit up. I'm telling you. Batman University. Yeah. uh, The the university is part of the uh, Erasmus Foreign Student Exchange Program. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Erasmus? Uh, Erasmus. Okay. It is spelled E-R-A-S-M-U-S. Okay. Yep. The Erasmus Foreign Exchange Student Program. That's uh interesting. Also known as Erasmus Plus. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> no, you got to say it right. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. Like... If damn, if damn, uh, damn, uh, Sly Stallone ever became Batman, I'm Batman. <laughs> that was a shit Sly Stallone impression. Sorry. <laughs> no, it, it, it'd be like Schwarzenegger becoming Batman. I'm Batman. I'll be no. <laughs> Robin, get to the chopper. 
<laughs> you did a bad chopper. <laughs> no, Alfred, it's not the tumor. All right, let's move on. Oh, shit. oh Lord. Okay, the next one we're going to talk about is Rosenberg versus Harwood and Google. Okay, so Google Maps is an astonishing creation. Hey, sometimes when I'm bored, I like to look at Google Maps sometimes, you know. Yeah. Uh, as it gives directions to almost anywhere in the world. However, the web mapping service doesn't account for cars. Well, Lauren Rosenberg was following Google's walking directions, which led her onto a busy highway with no sidewalks. She intelligently, and I say that with all disrespect, kept right on following the highway, the highway and was subsequently hit by a car. As a result, she sued both Google and the driver, Patrick Harwood, for $10,000, but her claim was ultimately dismissed. We don't think Google needs to, I'm sorry, we don't need, we don't think Google needs the the explicit statement of, please don't walk into moving cars on our directions, but apparently they do. Oh, and by the way, it was nighttime when Rosenberg ventured out onto this highway. Wow. So, yeah. She intentionally kept right on following the highway and was subsequently hit by a car. A onto a busy highway with no sidewalks at night. All because Google Directions told her to do it. I mean, I I, I don't know. I guess if that's the way you want to do it. Yeah, but I mean, golly, man, just how, first of all, how are you going to sue somebody and you're the one that caused the accident? Like, that makes literally no sense. Golly, ah. This one kind of disappointing. Like, ah. I I, I don't get it. Don't understand it. It The stupidity, yeah. The stupidity on this one's really not, not that, you know, like, it's just so stupid. All right, let's move on to the last one of the evening. Go ahead. Oh, do I have to? Yes. Okay. Content, content, content. (laughs) We're going to talk about a lawsuit called Watch the Sizzle. A man named Ron Jimenez visited a New Jersey Applebee's with his brother and ordered some delicious steak fajitas. Now, if you've ever been to Applebee's and you haven't tried their steak fajitas, I will admit they are delicious and I love them. Uh, Usually my go-to when I go to Applebee's. Not that I go to Applebee's that often, but... Uh, I digress. So they're okay. (laughs) After receiving the literally sizzling hot plate, and and it is, it's it's like a little cast iron skillet, and it's got you know your your steak and and peppers and everything in it. it, I mean, it comes out sizzling. It's hot. Yeah. Uh. So so after receiving the literally sizzling hot plate. Mr. Jiminy's bowed over his food to pray. And that's when the grease popped up and hit him in the face. This resulted in a further comedy of errors, which saw Jiminy's uh, knocking the hot food into his lap, losing his glasses, and bumping <laughs> his elbow on the table. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Uh, uh, tell me why I just pictured all of that happening in my head right there. That's Pick one of those. Boom! Ah! Ah! Oh shit! Is it? Is it bad? Is it bad that I actually pictured me actually in this situation? Because I'm the type of person that would probably be in that situation, knowing my luck. It's like, what happened? Well, you need, hey, you ain't gonna believe what Talon just did. Oh no, I can believe it. Anyway, continue. 
oh, you know, I didn't even think about that until you said something. But no, <laughs> I, I could definitely, definitely see you doing this. <laughs> right. Uh, so, despite suffering no serious injuries, Mr. Jimenez uh, sued the restaurant for negligence. Of course, the uh, the court <laughs> threw this case out, claiming that he shouldn't have placed his face directly over the sizzling hot food. That's the thing that I don't get. Like, how? Okay, hold on. It's as simple as lower your head down and say a prayer. Your, your body can be straight up, and all you got to do is just lean your head down. You know, and then pray, whether, you know, whatever your faith is, pray to whoever you pray to, whatever. But you don't get your face, like, right up against your food to pray, you know. And then, you know, (laughs) a piece of hot grease. First of all, hot grease. I've been hit with hot grease. My mama used to make them. She would sometimes, uh, uh, back back when we were living with my parents, she would always we would come home from uh come off i was coming home from work on weekend and she'd be like hey town i'm gonna have uh breakfast uh for dinner do you want some i'm like yeah sure i'll take you know some bacon and some eggs you know stuff like that right well the refrigerator was right on the opposite side of the uh of the, of the stove so i walk into the refrigerator i walk to get something out of the refrigerator i go up and that grease especially she's making bacon because she makes that thick bacon that grease popped up Caught me right in the back. I don't have a shirt on, by the way. So it hit my back, and I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. Ow. Uh, grease hurts. I will admit. Yeah, grease hurts. And that was just on my back. So I can imagine getting hit in the face with grease. Yeah, I would probably have the same reaction. But, ah, losing my glasses, bumping my elbow. First of all, I would have already bumped my elbow on the table before the plate even got to the table. Let's just be honest. Uh, but more than uh, once. yeah, a couple times actually. You know, hell, I may have even elbowed my kid. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't have done that. Uh, they elbow me all day, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, oh my god, yeah. But why would you put your face directly over your freaking sizzling hot food? Like uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no know. sense. I don't know. Oh lord. Uh, so, Bubba, that being said, out of all the ones we talked oh, about tonight, no. this is, honest to God, man, this one is the one that I, <laughs> I don't know which one's the dumbest one on the list. This is the first time I honestly don't know which one's the dumbest one. I, uh, <laughs> oh. I, I, I don't know which is the dumbest one, uh, but uh, Jackass versus Viacom, that one was pretty funny. That one was funny, yes. Uh, and Pepsi Points was okay. Jackass was was, was the one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Batman, Culkin, or Botman. Botman. <laughs> Botman. Yeah. I bought one. Uh let's see the RIA suing a dead woman. Uh God, this this one was <laughs> Ah Lee. I I just don't know what to say about some of this shit. Oh, it's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get why people sue over I mean like here's the thing, okay, like if it's if you do harm if, they, if somebody does harm to you, you know, whatever. Like, I understand that. But most of with some of these people sued and they, like, for example, the damn Richard Overton decided to sue a beer company that, and he don't even drink alcohol. Like, why? Like, <laughs> so stupid. And then you got uh, this uh, Webster Lucas who tries to con, you know, money out of fast food joints and, Oh, and this random California guy named Ron Joseph wants to sue NASA for hiding the fact that, you know, there's life on Mars, allegedly. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, I, 
man, it don't yeah. make sense to me. No. Uh, well, I guess I guess it don't gotta make sense if it makes dollars. Yeah, yeah there you go. That makes <laughs> that. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, it's gonna be very, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, some of the responses on this one because I know some of you guys are like, man, you know, we need a part three to uh, the law, uh, the crazy lawsuits. Well, here you go, and we've given you some pretty interesting ones. Um, but like what we said, you know, we hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, anything else you want to say tonight before we get out of here, Chip? Uh, as always, check out MovementRadio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. Uh, and since Roger's not here, we want to thank Audible.com, uh, GearAnime.com, Canva.com, and FM.com, or uh, Anchor.fm. Sorry, I was on a roll there. You there. Go. No, it's all good. Uh, yeah, uh, you was. <laughs> all, for, all for sponsoring uh, the podcast. Exactly. And we pray there's more uh, coming. Uh, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, also shout out to Sean Thompson, Thompson Personal Training, Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast, Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network, Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon, our good friend Sean Miller, we should all watch that, all the big homies over at These Ninjas Podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, and Damon Sports, we cover two sports, 20, or Damon Smith, we cover two sports, well, I say Damon Sport, wow, shout out to you, Damon, uh, Damon Smith, we cover two sports, um, 25,000 downloads, probably 25,000 and a half by now. Um, you know, uh, like we can't thank you guys enough. We're almost oh, at 26. Almost to 26. Y'all keep it going to 26. Almost to 26,000. Um, yeah, it's insane, Let's man. 26,000 26 downloads. The, Let's get 26 by the end of June. Yeah, I, I, that would be very, very good. Very, very good. 26,000 by the end of June would be awesome. But yeah, man, we, you guys really like what we're doing. You guys really enjoy the content that we provide for you guys. You know, we can't thank you guys enough. You know, we really do appreciate you guys. We really do love you guys. Uh, and again, thank you. And we will catch you guys next time. Let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan. Live from the Jack Shack.